Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast, where we focus on bridging your success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner. Hello and welcome back to the Master of Fulfillment Podcast. We're continuing with questions and answers. And this next question asks for any tips about keeping in a peak and focused state during the day. For me, because I do work at home quite often, being in front of the computer is really tough. So I'll use a Pomodoro timer, the uh, 20 minute timer, which is the whole idea of the Pomodoro technique is 20 minutes on where you're just focusing on one thing then five minute break, then 20 minutes on, you do that a couple times, and then you take a 20 minute break. Uh, while I'm at the computer or while I'm in project mode or while I'm writing or, or making phone calls, what I'll try to do about every hour or two or maybe every three hours is I'll try to get outside and I'll put on my running shoes and I'll literally go for a run around the block. And it probably takes me, I think it's about... 80 seconds, 83 seconds. I'm, I'm pretty good about, you know, having the same timer on the block, but what it does is it just gets the blood moving and it just gets me outside. Right. And I try to get some sun or just to be outside, um, just for a few minutes. And it just, it just absolutely wakes me up. Um, the second thing that I do almost every day, I am religious about this and I've done it for, I don't know how long is I nap. And I'm a huge, huge believer of naps. I, I really feel that it's not for everyone. Michelle has a really hard time with napping. And she loves the idea of it and she'll even lay down uh, quite often, but it's hard for her to go to sleep. With me, I can literally just close my eyes. Uh, 20 minutes is about the ideal time for me, possibly 25. Anything more than 25 for me, I start to get groggy, but a 20-minute nap, for me in the middle of the day just re-sparks me up and I can usually get more done after that nap than I, you know, I can get more done in an hour than I usually could in two and a half hours just because I'm just more alert. So uh, those are two things that just really keep my day uh, focused and sharp. Uh, anything on your own? I like, I like those a lot. Those are super helpful. Um, interesting. My, one of them is holding my breath. <laughs> <laughs> what does that, that mean? <laughs> but a lot of times I'm, I'm like driving through and there's stuff I got to finish and I'm tired or something will kick in. And I find if I hold my breath, it sounds interesting, but I, I feel like I'm oxygenating my brain. And um, mm. if I do breath work, so I'll either just hold my breath, I'll take a lot of deep breaths and then just hold, or I'll do what, what's called a 13 breath anchor, where it's like you breathe into your mouth, out through your mouth, into your mouth, out through your nose, into your nose, out through your nose, into your nose, out through your mouth. And then in through your nose, out through your mouth. So you're basically one full loop around. Yeah. And if I do that three times, which is like 13 breaths, really intense. And then I hold my breath at the end. Huh. I get lightheaded. And it just kind of, it's to me, it's the same effect that I do with the cold shower. It's almost so like a state change, right? It's exactly what it is. I'm massively yeah. changing my state and using breath to do it. Because again, I try to work through, and sometimes I do, sometimes I give in a coffee or tea or cappuccino. I'm, uh, when I work at business rock stores, there's like a latte machine so I can get whatever I want. It's just there. So sometimes I'll, I'll notice myself giving in a couple times and then I'll reground and, and just do breath work. So that's really helpful for me. I also do a lot of push-ups throughout the day. 
So uh, if I'm just getting tired or after lunch or whatever, I'll just get down and do uh, lately. Uh, and then I'll challenge somebody, which is kind of fun if I'm at, if I'm at an office with other people, if not I'll just do it on my own. Uh, but especially like if I've been a little lethargic and I have to get on a coaching call or if I have to bust out a project and I'm feeling kind of tired, that's my tendency is I, I burn too much. So I get a little tired and I have yep. so many things I have to get done and I don't feel like doing them. I actually think that's a, a common thing with most entrepreneurs. It's like, you just got to get a lot of, a lot of things done that you don't always feel like doing. Yeah. And you have to put yourself in the right state to do them. So I'm either doing a bunch of pushups or I'll crank some music and dance for a little bit or just funny, funky stuff to change my state. And then I'll get down and put blinders on and just try to bust out something and then take another little break. So similar to the Panero method, but more on the project thing. Cause sometimes like I had to go through, we just recently bought this company and I had to go through the asset purchase agreement, which is like an 85 page document and all the due diligence. And there's, there's an overwhelming amount of stuff to do. And, uh, I had to really put myself in some states because I was reading documents and just a lot of uh, admin work, if you will. Yeah, a lot of clauses and just real, real snoozers. Yeah, yeah, real snoozers. <laughs> and I had to be motivated for that. And the same is true. Sometimes there's just something I don't feel like doing, and I'm like, ah, I got to bust through this. And so I find that's really helpful. I find a lot of entrepreneurs, and this kind of ties into, I'm sure you see it as well. They struggle because they're not they're not willing to do the work. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, just a, a recent example, I have um, one of my accountability groups. I have a number of men. I have about 16 different uh, men I'm doing through different accountability groups. So one of them, uh, there's two different men who are wanting to start their own businesses and they're mapping it out and their challenge is cold calling. And they've mentioned multiple times, like, I don't want to do cold calling. I don't want to deal with it. And it's not that, again, there's other ways around it. But in, in my opinion, it's like, there's always a way. And it's, to me, that's the, like, the brute force way. But I've been able to start a number of things. Even how I started my retreats is I just got on the phone and started calling. And it sucks. It's it's nobody likes it. I hate it. Uh, but I know it's a it's like it's just a numbers game. So um, I've had to really, when I have a lot of resistance, I'll just literally sit down and I'll do push up sit ups and I'll just get on a make it fun. I try to make it fun and build momentum that way. And so the reason I bring it up is I could I can see it from my frame of mind. They're they're resistant to it is what's stopping them from being successful. Because it's like after you do it a couple times, then you find other ways to, to do it. Because <laughs> you're like, I hate this or I don't want to do it. And you find more resourceful ways. Yeah. But in the beginning, sometimes it just takes the brute force to get something up and running. And then once you get it up and running, you can, unless you got the money. If you have a, a lot of cash or you have a little bit more cash flow, you can take the time to build a funnel or to, to do lead gen. Or if you, those are your core competencies. But for somebody that doesn't have a core competency that wants to start their own business, it's got an amazing vision and is like, I need clients. It just takes takes hard work. So the reason I'm bringing it up is it I use it throughout my day because a lot of times I'm I'm building or I'm creating something or I'm doing something and there's a lot of uncomfortability with what I'm doing. So it's yeah. either like I'm bored with it or it's uncomfortable and it's just the it's kind of the, just the shit you don't want to deal with in business that you have to to succeed. So um, the things I like, time flies by, you know, and I'm curious your experience of this. I don't even notice what happens and pretty soon the day is gone. And I'm like, yep. man, that was so fun you know, or you're, you're managing calls or people or whatever it is. So curious, curious yours, like when you have to use certain tools and, uh, and in which ones fly by, just curious. So if anybody's listening, they can go, Oh, I can relate to this. Yeah. I, th I think you hit the nail on the head where anything that you just naturally love to do, right. These are the, you know, these are the articles that you're, you're reading about. These are the magazines that you subscribe to, like the interests that just naturally gravitate toward you. 
it's easy to do that, right? No one, no one has a hard time and have to drink three cups of coffee to go play their favorite PS4 game or, you know, do something that they absolutely love. And for me, it's, you know, time goes by super fast, obviously, when I'm doing the stuff that I'm super, super passionate about. But it's those other moments of, you know, what are all the other peripheral stuff and the admin stuff that is critical to the support of those passionate things of your business, of those things that actually need to get done. Um, you know, and that's when I need to get resourceful. And for me, one of the biggest things I have to do is, is state change. You know, just like you said, I started in sales back in 2000 was my, my first sales job. I didn't know anything about it. And I got into this company where I did some pretty intense hardcore training and it was all about getting on the phone, smiling and dialing. And it was terrifying and nerve wracking. And what I found is what makes it easier is when I'm in a good mood and I just feel great, I want to pick up the phone and I, and I want to reach out and I want to connect. And so getting yourself in that state just makes it easier in general. Like what are those times when you go to work, even if it's not a job that you love, right? It's a job that's, it's a stepping stone. Let's put it that way. And, and, and you don't love a lot of the aspects of it, but for whatever reason, it's Friday, you're going out hiking with your buddies on Saturday and you're so excited because you took the next four days off and you're just, you're in a great mood and you just can't wait to go. So when you get into the office, a lot of times you're like, oh yeah, I'll do this. I'll take care of this. And, and you're doing it with a smile because you're already in that state. It's interesting because a lot about what we just talked about in our morning routine and our day routine, every one of those is about state change, right? When I in front of the computer and I need to go for a quick 80 second run around the block, it's to really change my state. And I think what happens is we start to get a little bit stagnant. And I, I don't think we put enough attention to the physicality of our state because our state, especially our physical state, right? Along with our emotional state and all that, like you can be working out and drink eight cups of coffee, but if your cat just died, it's going to be hard for you to do any kind of work because your emotional state is going to be hit pretty hard. But when you can really start consciously taking awareness to your state and the physical state is the fastest thing that you have the most control over to change. And so just like, you know, the naps and the running around the block or to do the push-ups or the incantations or whatever it is, those are all just little tools and tricks to really help you get into alignment. And if you look, listen to a lot of our past episodes, uh, Josh and I are really big proponents of really focusing on the why, right? What is the core reasoning of why you're actually doing something? So when you're going through, you know, that 85 page clause, which is a little bit of a snoozer, how do you reframe that action and be like, okay, all right, this is a, this is not the most exciting thing to read, but doing this is going to help move this contract forward, which is going to allow me to expand their business, which is going to allow me to, you know, to, to, to do X, Y, and Z. And that's what I'm super excited about. And I think sometimes refocusing and, and, and realigning with that just puts you in a little bit more of a different state. And that allows you to get through those calls, get through that, you know, get through that document or whatever it happens to be so much easier. And I think a lot of this just you know, has to do a state change, if you will. Um, I, I totally agree. I think it's a mixture of state change and your why. I, I'm totally, because to me, I want to buy and sell companies. That's the direction I'm heading. So I'm like, sweet, I get to go through my first one. 
my story I'm saying is this is just my first one. I'm celebrating the first one I'm doing going, well, I'm going to do this a lot. So I better get used to it now right. and learn what to do, what not to do, what, what makes sense here, what doesn't. And so even though it's uncomfortable, I'm reading totally. through it with passion to understand how it works, to break it apart because I know I'm going to be doing it in the future. Well, and you're also having a reframe because it isn't just what you're doing now, but this is this is one of your MBAs, right? This is one of your education tools. This is one of your stepping stones for something bigger. So it's not just the job that's at hand, but it's actual, you know, it's a stepping stone for, for something bigger. And you're like, wow, okay, cool. This gets to be, you know, my launch pad for something even greater. And I'm excited for, for what that is, buying and selling companies or wherever it happens to you know, to, to be in the future. But I think that's the, I think that's the work. And I think that's the practice is getting ourselves to start to create a muscle of reminding ourselves to remind ourselves the why and to constantly start to take awareness of putting ourselves into good states to the best of our ability. You know, and I think that's the practice, and I think that's the work right there. And it's, um, you know, it's why we have these daily morning routines is just so we can be more on top of these things. And, uh, you know, I, I know that I'm far from mastering any of this, and I know you are too. But it starts to become a little more of a muscle, and the more that we start to do it, and the more that we start to surround ourselves with other people that can reinforce that, it gets easier. You know, but I think ultimately that's, you know, that's kind of the work. I, right? I totally agree, and that's why we do it every day because. I see the value and I know you're the same place. It's like, we're taking conscious control. I think it's what it is. We're, we're consciously taking control as best as we can of the moment. And we're practicing being present. And I yeah. think there's a lot of fulfillment in yeah. feeling like there's a choice, even though there's a surrender with it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's, it's the surrender to whatever happens to come up. I know that I've got the resources and the cognitive and emotional intelligence to take it on. And it's eventually going from this state of being reactive to this state of being, you know, proactive in your life. Um, and, I, and I think that's where the freedom really starts. That's when things really start to, to rock and roll. And, um, you know, I, I think that's a, a big part of what this podcast is all about. And I think it's a big, it's a big underlying reason and supporting factor for fulfillment in, in, in one's life. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely the, the constant work. So I'd like to thank everyone for joining us and see everybody on the next episode. If you enjoyed this show, we would be so grateful if you left a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. This helps us out immensely. Thank you so much. Are you ready to take your personal, relational, or business fulfillment to the next level? With one-on-one -on -one personal support, co-developed strategies, and accountability, Scott and Joshua have the tools, compassion, and years of experience helping people just like you live an extraordinary life. Visit masteringfulfillment.com for details.